a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down top. Hey guys, welcome back to the Locker Room Podcast. I'm your host, Oliver, as always, joined by our mystery man, Sharpie. Hey, hello. Well, you might notice the different background, but um, this is probably where I'm going to make my podcast room. I've just got to uh, put put it together. It might take Didn't a even while. notice it, to be honest. Wow. Well, thanks. No, no, like, I, I, that's the first time I've actually looked at the screen since we started. So. Oh, okay. Well, you can go back to not looking at the screen then. Yeah, um, on, me on other stuff. Oh, um, all right. So we'll go, we'll cover the series, the two series that played today. Um, first, we'll start with the Mavs versus the Suns. Now, I was really hoping the Mavs would win and they nearly looked like at, they were going to at halftime. And then the uh, Suns just took over. What did you watch his game by any chance? I watched the first half. And that would have been the good <laughs> half. Yeah, I, I thought the, the Mavs were looking nice early on. Mm. That that's a problem though. They need Jalen Brunson to be going. Obviously, Doncic is going to give you twenty. What do you have? He ended up having twenty-eight and eleven. Which I mean, he didn't have a great deal of assists. Which I guess you could say. Like Reggie Bullock and players like that didn't play well. Powell and um, yeah, he's been shocking in the series. Not really scoring as much. Davis Bertans had six quick points and then just didn't do anything in the second half. But um, even Kleber yeah. played terrible. For someone, he's usually like their third or fourth best player, and he played pretty pretty bad. But um, it's pretty much just don't you so yeah. Yeah, and the Suns. I mean, like you look at Chris Paul. He's had a bad, I'd say, two or three games. And obviously the Mavs pulled out two games in Dallas. But do you see, do you reckon there's any chance this game goes, or this series goes seven? Maybe. I'm really hoping it does, but I don't think it will. I just want to address one thing as well. Um, I know we like Skip Bayless. From time to time, but what he said about Doncic is a fucking joke. Oh, I saw, but oh, do you hear what he said? What did he say? He he's not classing Doncic as a superstar, and I'm like, come on now. There's a few players like he was just trying to. Oh, he's it's just sickening. And the only reason he hates him is because he compare people compare him to Larry Bird, and I get why you would be angry at that, but. Just because yeah, he's not Larry Bird doesn't mean he's not a superstar. I mean, to be honest, I don't think I've ever seen any comparisons to that. Yeah, it's. I think it's literally just Shannon Sharp and maybe um, Chris Oh, and don't Shannon Sharp on anything. Yeah. It's them two that are saying it, and he just hates Luca now because of it. And now it's going to be... Luca's the new LeBron for Skip, I feel. Oh, damn, that means I have to start hating LeBron. I mean, Luca. Oh, <laughs> Come on now, but um, I did not like what Booker did today. What you tweeted, yeah. out. I only saw that once he tweeted out. I'm like, man, shut up. He, you are the softest player, yeah, in the fucking world. And he gets away with that many offensive fouls. Like I've started watching the Suns obviously a lot more now. His off arm is always like giving a shove, and obviously you don't want him to call it because you want the game to be free flowing, but. 
yeah. but by the letter of the law, that would be an offensive foul. But we'll get on to some happy news if we can call that. The Heat winning by was it 35? I can't do my quick maths here. Yeah. yeah 35 points on the sixes. I I saw Embiid went down. Did you say anything about that? Yeah, I saw that. I think he's done something with his eye again. Oh, God. So that's what he was holding, but I guess we'll wait till Woj tweets out tomorrow what yeah. he's done. You don't you don't want to see him get injured as much as we hate him. But um No, I, I wanted them to I wanted Miami to beat a full strength yeah. Philly team. Because then we can give more shit to him. <laughs> but even though they did versus a full strength Philly team today, mm. they still locked them up. And obviously Kyle yeah. Larry's gonna be out for the rest of the series as well for Miami. So that's cool. Oh would he did he go down? Uh, he's just not I think he's just not healthy at all. He wasn't he healthy. Yeah, he didn't look good in that other game he played, I think what game four yeah he just looked like he was waddling around i don't know if it's his hamstring or something but um yeah like Embiid played 33 minutes and gave you 17 points and five rebounds i'd probably expect a lot more especially yeah after he didn't get mvp i'd think like usually players and, have that game then, where they come and then harden just... who's apparently he's back and everything and <laughs> you know and now and he's just giving you the same thing again Man has one good game and one good game, and then everyone just boasts about him and everything. Especially Philly fans, which they're the worst people yeah. in the world, close to bloody Boston fans. And you look at the you look at the Heat; they're actually a lot deeper than Philly. I mean, hmm. the Heat's probably the deepest team in the league. I'd they're deeper than the Warriors, I think, because Warriors have just got that five, and then no one else after it. Whereas the Heat. They've yeah. got Oladipo and Hero shoot. coming off the bench. Yeah. Um, as much as I hate, oh, I don't hate Hero. I just, just not sold on him as everyone else. I really like Oladipo though. But um, Butler's actually played very well this series. I think he's only had one bad game. Yeah. Like I get that. There's probably you got Matisse Thybul sometimes guarding him, but then there's not usually. A, a really good guard guarding him if it's not Matisse. Is that yeah. got there in the end? But um as much as I hate to say he's playing really well. And I do hope Miami win in six, but what do you think the outcome's gonna be? Going yeah, back to Philly. I, I, I hope it's Miami in six, but and I reckon it probably will be now that Embiid's gone. I mean mm. Bam's just gonna be too dominant. So yeah. Um we'll go to yesterday's games and the series. Boston tied it up at 2-2 with the Bucks. Um, I just want to mention the the Celtics should thank the Thunder for giving them Al Horford. Like, how on earth, I've got to hear, how on earth does Horford drop 30 points and eight rebounds on Giannis? Like, I know Giannis was defend wasn't defending him the whole game, but he was defending him at times and he obviously did that dunk. I wouldn't say it was on him, it was Giannis was behind him. But shot, shooting eleven for fourteen—that's that's that's pretty ridiculous. Um, what's more surprising though, him, Al Horford doing that, or Giannis shooting fourteen for thirty-two? Uh, yeah, probably the second. <laughs> yeah, Giannis. That's not well. Yeah, Giannis was just getting—he's been getting locked up, but that's the thing—he's still getting thirty-eight points and thirty points, but. He's been somewhat getting locked up by Grant Williams and they're kind of building a wall again. 
And I love seeing them try to defend Giannis. And I like seeing Giannis try and break it down. But without Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday as your second scorer. Yeah, they're missing Chris Middleton big time. Drew Holiday shot, yes, a five for 22 from the field. Five, 22%. One of six from three. I mean, that's that's pretty disgusting. And then you got your good shooters like Grayson Allen shot three of seven, but he only had seven points. And where's Bobby Portis? Big, big Bobby Port God, two for seven. I mean, well, that that was the thing that I was worried about last year in the in the finals. I drew Holiday and Middleton need to be shooting better, mm. and you know, eventually Middleton turned it up. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, well, sorry, go on. Oh, Drew Holiday's not really known as the best scorer. He's yeah, known as a great defender, and that's why the Bucks rely on him a lot. Yeah, but, you know, you need to be hitting these shots. Yeah, and like, it's not even the game wasn't even away from home, so it wasn't even in Boston where maybe your role players are going to miss their shots because they're not at home. They're not the crowds against them or whatever. It was actually at the Bucks' home ground, uh, home court. So I mean, that's a bit disappointing. But um, I I'm really hoping the Celtics win, only because I think if the Celtics win, they're going to the finals. Um, who who have you got though? Because it'll probably be, the got, series will I, be still, over. I've still got the Bucks in seven or six. Uh, seven. Oh, All right, we need a seven game series this this um yeah. round. They're always entertaining. So you yeah, and final series to touch on: Golden State versus Memphis. I was really hoping Memphis would somehow find a way to win yesterday, but then they choked it at the end and just. Yeah, and potentially jars out for the rest of the yeah, series as well. They had an all-time choke and jars out for the rest of the series. I mean, I mean, I who knows? Zach, Memphis have been good without jar yeah. the whole year, and they only lost and they're by great three on points. defense without jar there. So yeah, and Stephen Adams is back. I think he had ten points and fifteen rebounds. I I really wish they brought him back earlier. But um, mm. do you? I see heaps of comments on Twitter saying like it's karma for jar saying we're going to have a lot of fun or whatever to curry after the game. And then he goes and gets injured. And I'm just like, yeah. Oh, then curry also drops 30 as well. Yeah. It's just like, come on now. But I, I, I really enjoyed the series, but yeah, I think golden state are just going to run away with it as much as I want. I don't like either team, to be honest, if I'm being completely I'd much rather the warriors win. Yeah. And if, the Grizzlies, if I'm being completely honest, I want, Dallas. To, the only time I want out of the West to win is Dallas, and now no, that's probably not going to happen. But my team, I do want to win the playoffs or the finals, is Boston, um, which might come as a bit of a surprise. But then again, it might not. <laughs> um, we'll move on to other NBA news. Jokic won MVP. Are you actually surprised he won it? Uh no. In the end, probably not. I- he had a great year as well. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't have been upset if it was Jokic or Embiid. Yeah. So, I mean, I it was a pretty close race. I don't think the voting's come out yet. I haven't seen anything about it yet, but I'd like to see how close it actually was. And I thought Twitter would be a lot more toxic um, with all the people saying Embiid was robbed and everything. But I feel like everyone's actually been pretty good. It. Yeah, they're just saying like, no one was technically robbed. Whoever won was 
you can't say the other person was robbed because they both had great seasons. Yeah. Um, it's kind of similar to that Westbrook Harden season where Westbrook averaged the triple double and Harden averaged, I can't remember what it was. I think it was like 30 something. Yeah, it was crazy amount of points. It was just his efficiency was unreal. But um, I'm, I'm happy Jokic won it. And surprisingly, I, all I'm happy about is Stephen A wasn't pissed off. Yeah, he, that surprised me when I saw that there. I was, I was like, oh, here we go. He's about to absolutely go on, call it bloody white privilege and everything. Call but him no, a big fat piece of lard. Yep. <laughs> but um, no, that was actually really good. Um, maybe, maybe gained a bit of respect for Stephen A. No, we still hate him, don't we? I've just lost something. Oh, well. No, we, we'll, never, we'll never like Stephen A. <laughs> um, Funny when JJ destroys him oh jj destroys him in that fucking who's that mad dog or whatever his name is he's a psycho he's a bit of a loser oh yeah i don't i, I don't him. i know i know the face i just yeah. don't know his name i think it's mad dog something but um anyway move on levine obviously under negotiations with contract some reports come out that portland are a suitor god can you even picture that I mean, like, if it didn't work out with McCullum there with Dame, well, it makes yeah. it's going to work out with and Levine there. Like, I just, what do you think is more likely? Lillard gets traded this offseason or do you, Levine goes to Portland? He's an unrestricted free agent, I think. So, I, I, why on earth would Levine want to go to Portland is my question. I feel like he's just doing this just so he can get more money out of Chicago, yeah. which is fair. I still wouldn't offer him the money, though. Personally. Um, with his record, and I do you really see this Bulls team going far with the like? I know they had injuries at their guards' positions, but they probably need to make one or two more changes to actually be it's, considered a it's contender. It's at their center spot. It's at they haven't mm. got really much depth at the center. That's, yeah, they got big boots. Yeah, they, and he, he he can't really defend. Yeah, and he didn't have the great the best off season, um, but. Do you th- if you had to put your money all in on one move, do you reckon Levine stays or leaves Chicago? I reckon he stays. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't. I think if 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 he leaves and if I'm Demar Derozan, I'd be asking out because mm. Where if you're not going to get anything. If you're not going to get anything in return, it, it'd have to be a signing trade. Yeah, imagine Demar back in Toronto. Oh. even Levine to the Spurs was. Mentioned, I think we might have. Yeah, talked. I saw Dejounte. Did we talk about that, that last week? Yeah, I think we. I yeah, we think talked we talked about Dejounte Murray putting up the photo yeah. of him in a Spurs jersey. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably rather the Spurs than the play. Oh God, they're both terrible right now. I don't know. Uh, Spurs, Spurs, Spurs aren't as coach. bad. Yeah, but yeah, but the, Portland's just toxic. The Trailblazers, they need to do a. They need. They've got a window now to do an OKC and just blow mm. the whole thing up and yeah, just. If you're going to tank, don't tank with your franchise player. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they've, they're kind of screwed half of their draft picks up with their trades and stuff, but they can, they've got to figure something out. Um, final topic in the NBA, Donovan Mitchell, uh, two teams that have come out interested, which I mean, a lot of teams are going to be interested. It's a bit ridiculous, but it's something to talk about. The Heat and the Hawks. Okay, so we'll start off with the Heat because they're still in the playoffs. Who 
one, do you think the Heat would actually want him? And two, if so, who would you trade? Who would you put on the trading block for him? Mm, I'd put Tyler Hero on there. That that would be... You reckon that would entice him enough? I reckon it wouldn't... Not a straight swap, but mm. I'd, I'd start with Don. I'd start with Hero and just say, besides Jimmy and Bam, yeah, uh, what you want. I don't know how it works contract-wise and salary cap-wise, but... What if? What about even like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Oladipo, or maybe just Tyler Hero, Duncan uh, Robinson, and a who couple know, picks? I think with a caliber player like Donovan Mitchell, there'd have to be more teams involved. Yeah. Hopefully the Knicks. With the Hawks, I feel like the Hawks could possibly do it because they're looking to thin up in the small forward. Yeah. I feel like yeah, you know, obviously with them getting Cam, getting rid of Cam, and um. Congo could be a good piece to trade. Like he's got a he's got a bit of value after the season. He, I think it's a Congo. Yeah, I always get their their big tall. And not maybe tall. John Collins. Uh, yeah, yeah, he does, he obviously. I don't know if they would want to offer Utah would not want to because he's up for. A, did he end up getting the max, or did he just get a? Uh, I think he got. I think he. I think he got like one fifty or something. Yeah, yeah, he's got a huge contract, which I don't think that I would want on my team if I was the Jazz, but. I mean, if they got shooting around Gobert, I just want to see a change in Utah. I'm not going to watch Utah next year, no matter what. I don't even know who has fun watching Utah. They're so boring. It's, it's the worst basketball you can watch. Like, I'd rather watch... I'd rather watch the Kings. I honestly think the... Oh, no, the Blazers. <laughs> the Blazers are probably the second worst team in the league to watch behind the Utah Jazz. But that's a thing. I'd rather watch the Hornets and them just not being able to defend the paint. <laughs> And that's the thing, like Utah are actually winning, but no one, it's just not entertaining whatsoever. Um, yeah. It Hopefully. seems like magic in that. They're probably more entertaining. Yeah, well, they are. Like, I, I know the Thunder are boring as hell, probably. But like, if no, you they're, watch... They're in a rebuild, though. Yeah, but if you watch the Thunder, you still can watch SGA put, perform some... Bleh. Perform some. I I can't pronounce that word. And no, I'm I get, what, I get cop so much shit for it. Yeah, you can see you can see some highlights and stuff. When do you, like you got the biggest boring player in the league in Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, who's the biggest? I, I wouldn't say, say he's the most boring player. I think Gobert's just more mm. boring on offense because yeah. he can't do anything really. Yeah. He can't do anything outside the key. Yeah. And like, even if he hasn't even developed like a MIDI or anything, um, but and then you got Donovan Mitchell, who's all he's the biggest example of like a borderline. Not not he's not good enough to be a superstar, but he's a very good all star. Is he's, he's a good he's becoming a great two way player. Yeah, I think with obviously with that big wingspan that he has, mm. I think that makes him really underrated as a defender. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well that's. But like and, after after Gobert and Mitchell, they've really got like they got Clarkson, yeah, who yeah. who plays Royce good off the bench against against the second, yeah, Royce O'Neal, Bogdanovich, who's I think he's got a relatively shit contract, so um mm. they're they're screwed. And I like Quinn Snyder, but I just don't like the Jazz. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah. before we finish up on the basketball though. What do you think about Shaq's comments about Gobert gardening? <laughs> that was pretty funny. 
I just I love I love it, but I also hated how arrogant Shaq can be. And like he was obviously so dominant, but fuck. He hates Gobert with he hates Gobert more than he hated JaVale McGee. I think Shaq just hates a lot of centers. Yeah. Because they but probably I think, think they he, can guard him. <laughs> I think yeah, obviously with that thing a couple of years ago how he respected Embiid for mm. actually listening and then not yeah. crying about it. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's more using it as motivation and everything, saying that you want to be better than Shaq, you know. Yeah. He's a chance to prove it. But like, even though like no one is, is going to be as dominant as Shaq yeah. for a while. But um, yeah, well, Gobert's, like we said, he's the most boring player on offense. He can't yeah. really do much. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I just love it when he, Shaq talks shit about current players. All right, him going at JaVale McGee back in the day is still the funniest thing I've seen. Yeah. We all um, to the full stuff. Yeah. Well. <laughs> McGee. <laughs> um, all right, that's it for the basketball. We'll go into oh, that. Oh, did you have something else? Oh, Monty. Monty how could I forget? Monty Williams won oh, Coach of the notes. Year. <laughs> yeah, I had every other note but Monty Williams. I she mean, showed there, me the notes. I could have told you. <laughs> there's no surprise, though, is there? I mean, nah. he had to win one of these. He didn't win last year. He had to win this year. As much as you could give it to, I think I haven't seen it. I don't think the voting's out yet. And I, I am a hundred percent. I'm ninety percent sure second will be Taylor Jenkins for the Grizzlies, but I don't know who else would have been even close. Billy Donovan maybe, but they dropped off so much. Yeah, well, Billy Donovan did the same as what I th- people are saying he did the same as what Tibbs did, sort of. But Tibbs didn't have players like DeRozan. Yeah, and Levine, there already. He had Julius Randle, who came mm. off a bad season. RJ Barrett, and then he had still RJ Barrett, in, RJ Barrett in his second season. Yeah, and then he still had Alfred Payton starting at the point guards. Yeah, they're they're complete too. As much as I love Billy Donovan, and yeah. whether he's a better coach or not, I don't think he's that can be did well. Yeah, yeah, but no, exceeded expectations. Yeah, they exceeded expectations, but. Like you said, that Bulls team is a lot better than that um, Knicks team Knicks was. Team. Like, and Monty Williams, yeah, he probably should be back-to-back yeah. coach of the year. I'm kind of... I feel like that's a good award not to give a coach back-to-back. Like, I feel like a coach of the year should not be a back-to-back thing unless, like, there's a, like a massive oh, unless, difference. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, if someone goes from, say, the 10th seed to the 4th seed or fifth seed, which hopefully, say, the Pelicans do next year. You give, well, you give it to Willie did, Green. How many times did um, Steve Kerr win Coach of the Year when the Warriors had their daughters yeah, I to don't, face? I actually don't know. That's a good question. Um, you probably would have got it the year they had that. Yeah, the, like the record-breaking one. Yeah. I might, um, Steve, I might... But, like... Monty Williams has done well, mm. like even just even before this season, coming into the uh, Phoenix team. Obviously, not many people knew who he was. Yeah, which is which is fair. Me, me, one of them included. But yeah. from the first like preseason that of Phoenix, you know, you thought, well, they're, they're actually a competing team. They look like a competing team. Mm. 
and then obviously Chris Paul being on the court, being the on court coach as well. Yeah. Looking at it now, um, Steve Kerr only did win it that one year. Um, there's only two current coaches with multiple Coach of the Year awards. Can you guess which ones they are? I know one's Tibbs because yep. I think he won it at Boston. Yep. And the other one. Oh, sorry. Other th- there's three. Obviously, Popovich as well. But uh, is it Ty Lue? No, he hasn't been a coach that long. I thought because of the Cavs. Oh, uh, Cavs. Yeah. No, I, I can't even remember if he won one at the Cavs. Mike Mike Budenholzer. God, I know he spat that out. Oh, yeah. Wrong. Yeah, duh. He would have had one at Atlanta and Milwaukee, yeah? Yeah, that 2015 Hawks season where they dominated and then got swept. <laughs> um, all right, that's actually it for the NBA now. I haven't forgotten anything, I don't think, anymore. Um, so we'll move on to that. The draft time. lottery coming up next yeah. week. That's about it. Oh, yeah, shit. That's on my birthday. Let's go. We might move the podcast back a day. But anyway. Um, we'll go on to that time of the week. Slugs. Horsey, horsey tips. <laughs> All right. So Slugs' first one is Eagle Farm Race 4, number 10, Sartans. Uh, his second one's race uh, Flemington Race 8, number 17, Triple Missile. And his each way of the day is number f- oh, Eagle Farm Race 8, number 5, Rothfire. Um, he's also got his horse racing on this weekend. He's got a few horses racing this weekend, but Trista Fury is the main one. I don't know which race or what race it's racing at, but I'll post something on Twitter. Um, we're just going to have a quick all around the grounds kind of situation here. So, or a few different sports and stuff. So we'll start off with the soccer, the Champions League final. What do you think of Man City's choke? Are you surprised? It's pretty funny. Uh, it was pretty funny, but I'm also not really that surprised. Man City just find a way to choke. I mean... Yeah, and I, and I don't know how. It's ridiculous. Like, they... I heard something this morning, like, they can see... The last three years they've gone out, other than, like, the final last year, they've conceded, like, multiple goals within 10 minutes. And it's just like, how do you collapse? Like, they lost to Tottenham. They've lost... They've gone out to Lyon twice. And to go out to Madrid, oh, I mean... And that's the thing. Now Pep's got the luxury of buying Harland, another 100 mil striker, after they've just bought Grealish last year for 100 mil. I mean, anyway. Yeah, well, they're going to have to probably get rid of some players. Gabriel Jesus is, I think, one of them that's on the yeah. that's on the list of being transferred out. And, Raheem Sterling yeah, sounds like he yeah, might Yeah, maybe be, Sterling. Yeah. He's not gonna I think they're going to try wage. and play Liam Delap uh, yeah. uh, as a backup striker now. I think he's getting to the age where he should be. Uh, a big Rory Delap son. Yeah. Stoke legend. Um, big throw-ins. I don't think anyone else I could really get rid of. They're, got, they're very... Um, Brennan Daniel is getting old. Secure but... in the centre. Yeah, I think he just signed a new extension in yeah. January, maybe. To stay there till he's 37. And I think after that, he's going to go to Brazil. And they, yeah, they've got no real other players that you can think of that they would get rid of. Um, nah, not really. But a Gundogan, but you wouldn't get rid of him. He's one of you, still one of your better players off the bench. Yeah, yeah, you can um, keep him. I just hate how they keep spending money. But um, who do you who do you have in the Champions League final? Is the bigger question. I got Liverpool. Yes, I'm obviously going for Liverpool. But um, yeah, I'm very worried 
because Salah's come out and said obviously that they he wanted them because you know what happened in 2018. I think it was 2018. Yeah. Um, Thank you. But he's been playing terrible since Afcon. Jeez. He has not played. Yeah. Well, how interesting is that? <laughs> um, yeah, he's been playing terrible since Afcon, and I get that he they lost, but whether he's getting tired or something, I don't know. But I'm a bit. I'm still nervous because Benzema could just absolutely tear Van Dyke. I really hope he doesn't yeah. because then I'm hoping you don't underestimate Benzema. Oh, he's so good. And how good and he is. People are. Now, this is what I find interesting. Like, a lot of people like that, like I speak to, it, it, they consider the Ballon d'Or would be between Benzema or um, Salah. I would, I would think that. But what I've been seeing, like, online, on, like, ESPN FC and Sky Sports and stuff, they're saying, like, whoever wins this Champions League, well, if one has a standout, it's between... Benzema, obviously, and Mane. Do, who, who do you think's got the better chance out of Salah and Mane to win personally? Probably Mane. Just because he's won more stuff, won the Afcon yeah. and stuff. That's fair. It'll be it'll be close, and I guess Salah's terrible second half of the seasons probably doesn't help. I reckon Luis Diaz should win the Ballon d'Or um, off the bench. But um, we'll move on to a different sport, AFL quickly. Bulldogs, what's what's wrong with them, Sharpie? Oh, injuries. Oh, injuries. injuries, just not shit. <laughs> no, but Laith got injured, didn't he, last week? Yeah, very it sad. Sucks. Um, Cody Waitman did his shoulder, I think. I can, if I can remember correctly. Yeah, I think I think he's out. I don't think he's out as long as Laith though. Yeah, is... and Laith's always got. He's always had like um, soft tissue injuries, hasn't he? Yeah, I don't, I don't know the full story from what I remember. But um, yeah, and then Bonty, I don't know if he's come back this week. But are we are we switching up now? Are you going for Collingwood? No, I'm still going for Bulldogs. I just watch Collingwood because I don't know. I just find entertaining. <laughs> yeah, Dad. Well, unfortunately, they ate a pretty. But that's, that's what I was moving on to. Richmond absolutely obliterating Collingwood. I am so happy, especially Tom Lynch, absolutely tearing a new one on Darcy Moore, who has just earned like a huge contract but doesn't want to defend. It just makes no sense. Um, yeah, I just wanted to touch on them two games because they're the big games for the weekend, at least relating to us. We could go into North Melbourne if Lockie was here. Um, oh, let's go into them anyway. <laughs> all right, we're going to North Melbourne. They're absolute dog shit. Um, what's his name? Their coach, David Noble, had to apologise at some... I, I've been seeing it online. He had to apologise for giving a massive rant. And I'm like, what the, What do you mean? The club deserves a massive rant. Look at what they're doing. Did you see something that apparently that Horn Francis has exited contract talks? Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's um, not withheld. He's stopped uh, negotiations for now. <laughs> a rookie, a bloody rookie. He's been, he's been there for like ten games, <laughs> and they let Will Brody be the leading disposal getter. Thirty-seven. I mean, I feel I feel like he was going to be that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He's been playing a lot better, but still, Will Brody versus Josh Simpkin was the matchup you were looking at, wasn't it? Uh, the, the, the big locals. I found it interesting. Yeah, the two locals. 
and Jason can um, have 18. Just doesn't cut yeah, it. He was, a bit, he was a bit unfortunate. He still played well, though, Joe. Well, I mean, he's the future captain of North, you would, you yeah. would think. He has to can't, be. Can't discredit him. But, um, yeah, North are shambles. They should go to Tasmania. Um, and, yeah, I don't even know what to say. They just absolutely suck. They lost by, what, 80, 78? Yeah. Mansell getting a week or Mansell, Mansell. Oh, yeah, he does. He deserved a Mansell, yeah. He deserved a week for doing that, but I don't like Ginevan one bit. He shouldn't have done it to him, but at least he's not one of our better players. So that's all I'm going to say. Um, I mean, it was pretty stupid to do it. Oh, it's so dumb. I mean, so, if you don't like him, at least just give lip or something. You don't yeah. need to punch him in the back of the head. Yeah, and Ginevan was never going to, I don't think he was ever going to give something back. It's just going to be all chirping. Ginevan wants you to do stuff yeah. to him, but you fair and you can do whatever. Like I mean, do it while looking at it. Don't just do it when he's yeah. on the ground. Not Big even. Coward. Yeah, that's just <laughs> dog ass. Um, final thing before we leave, I don't know if you watch much of the UFC, but two fighters called out McGregor on the weekend. Obviously, Michael Chandler after absolutely looked like he killed bloody Tony Ferguson. They weren't showing him on TV for ages because he was still knocked out like a minute after. He did after. not look well at all. And he did not... I was honestly concerned that he could have been like proper dead. And I'm like, Jesus, because it was so vicious. But... um, And then obviously, Oliveira sadly beaten Gaethje. Um, obviously didn't retain the title. But they both called out McGregor. Um, surely you'll go give it to Michael Chandler first if you're... If they're gonna fight some, if McGregor's gonna fight one of them, because is it me or you just can't give McGregor a title shot just to come back in to the UFC? Uh, I mean, I feel like that'll be the only reason you'll want to. Yeah, but he doesn't deserve it. But it makes sense money-wise for UFC. Yeah, I think you'd lose to Charles Oliver. I, I honestly think it, as much as I want him to win. Whereas if you versus Chandler, it's a. Well, he it's, hasn't. Sorry. It's a, no, go on. Well, he hasn't won a fight like a proper mm. fight in ages. Yeah, that exhibition, it was probably an exhibition fight against Cowboy. Yeah. Um, which yeah, he won, true. but I mean, that fight was pretty boring. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about boring? Watch Rose Namajunas' fight on the weekend. Jesus Christ. You want to talk about boring? Look we'll at Canelo lose on the weekend. That made me very upset. That was so bad. Uh, was he like a short favourite to win that? I think, yeah, but... Because he jumped up a he jumped up a weight class, he moved oh, up yeah. to I think it was moved up to one seven. Vegan, isn't he? How's he jumping up weight classes? <laughs> no just, clue. Just not putting ankle, ankle weights. I think Rogan shared a thing, um, and it was like ever since I've gone, it was him saying ever since I've gone vegan, my body feels even stronger and blah blah blah. And he's just and he's just commented, um, "How's that going for you?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's so right stuff vegans i mean each their own if they want to be vegan they can be but i don't know how vegetarian i get but vegans just one step too far um thanks for joining us sharpie that's all right next week we will have the reactions to the lottery night and i'll either be very happy or let's hope i'm not sad because if well if OKC don't get a top four pick, I'd like I, if we get four, I'm fine with that. If we get fifth, 
or seven and twelve or six and twelve, I'll be pissed off. I think I think the Knicks are pretty much locked in for number twelve. So watch out. No, well, yeah, OKC are thirteen or twelve is one of them that we're basically guaranteed to get because of the Pelicans. Uh, yeah. no, sorry, the Clippers. But um, I'm very nervous. Are you nervous, or do you just expect? Knicks I'm to just get. more nervous a few weeks later on who we're going to draft. Yeah, so just hire Presty for him. just rent Presty for a couple of days. He's drafted do... most of our players yeah. anyway. Yeah, he we, gave, I gave think you we drafted quickly. JRE and then and then obviously we traded. Yeah, we obviously had quickly. Mm. And he got your triple double. Uh, Poku got us a triple double this year. He just drafts triple doubles with Giddy as well. Yeah, exactly. Trey Man this yeah. year and JRE and Wiggins. So many triple doubles just floating around. Well, last year we drafted, I think, Keon Johnson traded him. Oh, yeah. Ty Jones, who I wanted, traded him. And then yeah, we ended up drafting Quentin Grimes, Deuce McBride, who the who, don't um, play. KC drafted. And they just don't play. And they'll be useful. They not play. Yep. Anyway, um, thanks for joining us, Sharpie. That's no, all good. I'll see you next week. Bye.